Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for Hello, Al Jolson speaking. Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. Well, Jello again, this is Buck Benning speaking. Welcome to our first Triple Stack Sunday. On Triple Stack Sunday, we're going to have three shows presented to you. The Bing Crosby Show, the Al Jolson Show, and the Jimmy Durante Show. They're all very similar in style and tone, and I think they work together very well. They're all from the same season, 1947, 70 years ago this year. And these are the three premieres of all three shows. Tonight on Bing Crosby, we get guest Gary Cooper, famous cowboy actor and just regular actor, too, who uh, appears in lots of films. He's got that slow-talking style that is so um, catchy and enjoyable. And then following that, we have on the Al Jolson show, guest Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. They, of course, are the ventriloquist act that was very famous on radio. And besides them, Oscar Levant, piano player and comedian himself, he's great, is going to be a regular on the Al Jolson show. So they're going to have two guys, really, Al Jolson or Oscar Levant could either host a show. And with both of them on the same show, that's great. It's one of the funniest presentations of Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy that I can think of as guest stars. They do a fantastic job tonight. Really looking forward to that. After that, of course, we have Jimmy Durante show with his season premiere featuring Oscar-winning actress Greer Garson, who was nominated for the Oscar more times than just about anybody else. She was nominated seven times. That puts her in the top three, I believe, of women ever nominated for Oscars. And if we compare her with women and men of everybody that's ever been nominated for Oscars, she comes in still in the top ten for one of the most nominated folks for an Oscar ever. So we get a chance to spend a little time with her. Three great shows. I hope you're going to enjoy all three. And every Sunday we'll try and bring you all three whenever they all three exist. But this season, most of the time, all three episodes exist. So I hope you're going to enjoy all of these. And let's get on with the show. Hey, uh, Jerry, uh, what are we sweeping up the studio for? Bing Crosby is coming back on the air tonight. Since when do we have to clean up a studio for him? With them baggy pants of his, he sweeps his own studio. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Ain't you heard? Things are gonna be different this year. He bought a belt. Eh, that'll... 
That'll probably drag, too. Hiya, fellas. Well, Bing, hello. Oh, welcome home. Hey, wait, thanks. Uh, give me a hand with this, will you? Huh? Who was that? Your brother, Everett? No, no, that's a moose. <laughs> he followed me down from Canada. Steady now, boy. Whoa, now. Steady there. Whoa, now. A moose, eh? Uh, where's Everett? He's outside, strapped on the fender of my car. <laughs> Hey, hey, Bing, you made it just in time. Oh, Look, good. I live and breathe. Here's my guitar player, Perry Bodkin. What are you doing over at that mic? And what am I doing over here? Oh, Perry Big Body. Ad lib, I'll get over there in a minute. <laughs> Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day. Someone waits for me. Not you. This is Ken Carpenter welcoming you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, Peggy Lee, and Bing's guest, Gary Cooper. And now, fresh from a three months vacation, here is Philco's last rose of summer and the first pumpkin of October, Bing Crosby. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. On Halloween, remind me to make some faces at you. Uh-huh. You're looking good, though. You look very sharp. Did you have a nice summer? Yep. Did you go to Lake Tahoe? Nope. Went down to Laguna Beach, bro. Nope. Just stayed home? Yep. Had a nice rest? Yep. No work? Nope. Well, you've used up all the yups and nopes. When Gary Cooper comes in, he won't have anything to say. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Bing. But I understand you had a great time hunting up in Canada. Did you got anything? Get anything? Are you kidding? Half the game in Canada's wind broken running from me and my gun. <laughs> I, I got a great big giant buck moose. I brought him all the way down from Canada. There he is, standing right over there in the corner. But, Bing, he's alive. Why didn't you shoot him in Canada? Ken, I was a guest up there. I didn't want to make a lot of noise oh, around Canada. Oh, But I'll do away with him down here where people know that I'm a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, Ken, I guess it's time to sing the opening number. It's a song called My Heart is a Hobo, and it's from a new Paramount picture, Welcome Stranger. My heart is a hobo, loves to roam through fields of clover, hates to have to think things over. And though it's wrong, I string along My heart is a hobo Loves to go out berry picking Hates to hear alarm clocks ticking It isn't smart, but that's my heart When hopes are out at the elbows And dreams are run down at the heels my heart refuses to worry Except about rods and reels My heart is a hobo Loves to quote from Omar Khayyam Hates the stodgy guy that I am And though it's strange I just can't change my heart When hope are out of the elbows and dreams are run down at the knees. My heart refuses to worry 
except about rods and reels. My heart is a hobo, loves to quote from Omar Khayyam. Hates the stodgy guy that I am. And though it's strange, it just can't change my heart. His heart is a hobo. And I just can't change my heart. Now, I think I was swell. Last summer's rest really did you some good. You're in great voice. Well, it wasn't the rest, Ken. I, I got caught in a Nevada sandstorm and I had my throat all re-graveled, all new. new <laughs> well, that's better than sending it out to have it done. Sure. You know, my voice has been in dry dock all summer, getting ready to do the first Philco commercial. Commercials. Ken, that's such old hat radio commercials. But uh, Bing Philco isn't making old hats this year. They're concentrating on the newest thing in radio phonographs. Mm. What is the newest thing in radio phonographs? Well, since you asked... What else can I do if I don't bring some meat home? My kids, they snap at me. <laughs> well, since you asked, Bing... <laughs> this is a new kind of console radio phonograph, and Bing, it's but sensational. Not only gives you the easiest way to play records ever invented, but a featherweight tone arm, a powerful new dynamic speaker, and superb tone on both radio and records. All at a price that's so easy it'll knock your eye out. Incidentally, so will the console cabinet. Its stunning classic design looks like a million in any living room. You can't buy finer quality or more value for your radio dollar. So look for Philco's brand new kind of radio phonograph console at your Philco dealer now. It's your best buy in radio phonographs from Philco, the leader. Let that feathery little musical vamp serve as an introduction to an old friend of our Philco Fun Fest fans, the very mellow, super talented Miss Peggy Lee. Hi, Bing. Peggy, you're looking just as bright as a bamboo jukebox. What are you going to sing for this October coming out soiree? It takes a long, long train with a red caboose to carry my blues away. No, it's bad all over the country, isn't it? <laughs> Wait till I join John Scott in the tender. Boat! I went out to the depot just to meet the 1202. He wrote me he'd be honored, but the train went right on through. Hooey! Hear that whistle say. Long, long train with a red caboose to carry my blues away. The engineer was waving as the train went down the track. I felt so heavy hearted that I couldn't wave him back. Ooh, hear that whistle say. It takes a long, long train with a red caboose to carry my blues away. Listen to that mournful bell The echo said, I told you so But my heart said, fare thee well I stood there in the station with this letter in my hand Cried just like a baby cause I lost my loving man Who hear that whistle say it takes a long, long train with a red caboose to carry my blues away. 
lonesome whistle Listen to that mournful bell The echo said I told you so But my heart said fare thee well I know he didn't miss me Cause he's always on the dot He told me that he loved me But I guess he loves me not Who hear that whistle say takes a long, long train with a red caboose to carry my blues away. Just like the record, wasn't it? You're singing better and better every year. Wished I could say the same for myself. <laughs> Golly, Bing, you have no idea how thrilled I am. Oh, it was just a little compliment. I'm full of it. I mean, full of them. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I really meant, Bing, is that I'm thrilled that Gary Cooper is going to be on the program tonight. You know, I just love those tall, lean men. Mm. Couldn't you hold still for a little medium round job? <laughs> Not with a <laughs> Not with a tall, lean one available Well, Peggy, I think it'd be better if you met Gary later He's such a very shy sort of fellow Doesn't talk very much As a matter of fact, he, he's pretty bashful You mean you want me to leave, Bing? Oh, no, no Look, uh, why don't you go over and hide behind the moose Coop loves animals and that'll put you in solid <laughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, please turn up the speakers of your radios just a little Because... Here comes a low-voiced gentleman, the pride of Helena, Montana, Gary Cooper. Hiya, Bing. It sure is great to be here on your opening program. First off, I want to wish you the best of luck for the new season. I know you're going to do a great job. If there's anything I can do to help you, just holler. Call me any time, day or night. I'm always ready, and I'll come running. Well, Coop! <laughs> Wait, I got more. I want to tell you that I'm plumb tickled to have the honor of being the first guest star of yours. Say, you're looking great. How are you feeling? Well, that's good. I, hey, where'd you go? It's been beautiful up there. How's well, the fishing? It's always just this, this time of year. Sure, I, doggone, I wish I'd been with you. Well, Coop, this really knocks me out. I've known you for 20 years, and I've never heard you say that much in the entire 20 years. Well, You've always been the kind of fellow who says two or three words and chalks it up as a conversation, and now all of a sudden you blossom out. This morning I drove my barber right out of the shop with my chatter. This is really remarkable, Coop. Has the word gotten around Hollywood that you've broken your silence? Sure, Leo McCary just signed me up. I'm going to make a talking picture. A talkie, huh? <laughs> well, that ought to top those grunties you've been making. That's amazing. I can't believe it, you standing here popping off like this. You ain't heard nothing yet. Say, do you want to hear me recite the preamble to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, or uh, how about Washington's farewell address to his troops? Okay, let's hear that. All right. Washington's farewell address to his troops. So long, men. <laughs> Is that all he said? Oh, I got a lot of stuff. Have babe. you? Some more stuff? With this... 
Talking is new to me. I, I got to take a breather. Well, I tell you, why don't you go and sit down, Carrie? You know everybody here, don't you? There's, there's Ken Carpenter standing behind the piano, and that's Peggy Lee standing behind the moose, and that's John Scott Trotter standing behind John Scott Trotter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see you later, Bing. Okay, Gabby. <clears throat> you know, folks, a lot of great tunes come out this summer. While I was dogging it up in the hills, I got so burned because I blew them that I decided to do a medley of three of the big ones on my first shot this season. John, if you're ready with the downbeat... This number was just getting big when I cut out last spring. Missed my chance to give it a go-round. A small cafe, mademoiselle. A rendezvous, mademoiselle. The violins were warm and sweet. And so were you, mademoiselle And as the night danced by A kiss became a sigh Your lovely eyes seemed to sparkle just like wine does No heart ever yearned the way that mine does for you And yet I know too well Someday you'll say goodbye And violins will cry And so will I, mademoiselle of Latin extraction leaned on this one, the Comos and the Dumontes and the Sinatras. I'm no spaghetti bender myself, but I do like it. Chibaba, Chibaba, Chihuahua, Angelawa, Kukulagumba. Chibaba, Chibaba, Chihuahua, my bambino go to sleep. Chibaba, Chibaba, Chihuahua, Angelawa, Kukulagumba. Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, my bambino, go to sleep. I was a big smash singing this number at the Parish Hall in Spokane, Washington in 1925. wonder if I can remember it. Take my heart I love you Don't let us part I love you I always knew It would be you Since I heard your lilting laugh it's your Irish heart I'm after Take my heart Your glances make my heart say How's chances come be my own Come make your home in my heart 
love you. Peg of my heart, ooh. I love you, dear little girl. Sweet little girl. Sweeter than the rose of Erin are your winning smiles endearing. Peg of my heart. Your glances with Irish eyes in trances come be my own, come make your home in my heart. Take my heart, come be my own, come make your home in my Gee, that was mighty pretty, Bing. Oh, thanks, Coop. By the way, how you doing on your new picture with uh, McCary over there? You Is it another Western? Nope, it's an Eastern. <laughs> an Eastern, huh? Yeah, the first day shooting, they put a necktie on me, and I stood in one spot for four hours. I thought I was tied up. <laughs> well, I don't blame you tossing a necktie around you without any warning like that. You're doing a dress-up picture, huh? Aren't you going to make any more westerns? Maybe not, Bing, unless you can help me out. What do you want me to do? Gnaw your necktie off? No. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. You see, Bing, in the old days, you could make a good western with just a cowboy, a horse, and a girl, and a pair of bow legs, preferably on the cowboy. Well, I, I, got, I got just the legs you're looking for, Coop. Well, I, I got the legs. I need you for singing. A western nowadays is more rhythm than ranching. You're right. I saw a western the other day, and a, a rancher was pitching hay with a tuning fork. No, I saw that picture. Did you? <laughs> yeah, but the guy wasn't pitching hay. Well, he's... <laughs> he's pitching something or other. I don't know what it was. You're right, though, Gary. Westerns nowadays are nothing but hoofbeats set to music. Yeah, why, there's more cowboys in the musicians' union than musicians. <laughs> you know, when the, when the sheriff leads a posse, he don't wave a... Uh, a six-gun anymore, waves a baton. Yeah, you know, uh, in my last picture, my horse winded in the watering trough, and Shep Fields tried to sign him up for rippling rhythm. Well, no, no. <laughs> You're so right. Do you know that downbeat has replaced Sears Roebuck catalog on a rancher's far and wide? <laughs> when, a, when a rancher brags about his longhorns, he means his trombone player. He sure does. I'll tell you what, let you and me and Peggy Lee try one of these newfangled westerns right now. The scene opens with High Pockets Cooper and Creep Along Crosby riding through the sagebrush on the outskirts of Tuscarora, Nevada. Oh, give me a mansion where we don't do no ranching where the dudes and the tender feet play How they love to play Where seldom you hear someone roping a steer and the dance floor is crowded all day It's awful gay Mansion, mansion on the range where the bunkhouse is lined with guitars Blink, 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 blink And girls <laughs> Oh, Eddie Peabody is through <laughs> And girls with cute backs Dressing Levi's from sacks and, and the cowboys are all movie stars With station wagons The cowboys are all movie stars Well, it sure feels great to be back in the saddle again. Sure does. 
Say. Hey, uh, what's that you got rigged up on your horse's neck? A windshield? Nope, the music rack. <laughs> well, I ought to be riding my moose. He's got a built-in music rack. That's what it Hey, you better get him a card in the moose, moose issues unit. <laughs> oh, I love these wide open spaces. Just smell that air. That air what? <laughs> that air joke. Say, look. Look over yonder. Over which yonder? Over yonder, yonder. What is that? Why, it's a gal. How do you know it's a gal? Because I seed one once in Dodge City. <laughs> you sure got a good memory, Pard. Ain't you never seen a gal before? Why, sure I have. My ma was a gal. Or was it my pa? I don't know. Well, must have been your ma. I knowed your pa. Say that gal. <laughs> hey, look here, I pocket. That gal's coming toward us. How, how do you talk to a gal? Well, I guess you talk to a gal like any filly. Just say G and haw to her. Hi, boys. Haw. <laughs> G. Say. <laughs> hey, ma'am, what kind of horse is that you're riding? Ain't no horse. It's a bicycle. But it's only got one pedal. What's the idea? I ride side saddle. Side saddle, huh? Side saddle, Sue. Side saddle, Sue. Your hair is blonde, the sky is blue. We both like you quite a few. Side saddle, Sue. Side saddle, Sue. Just a minute, boy. Side Just saddle. a minute. Hmm? My it? name ain't Sue. It's Peg. Side saddle, Peg. Side saddle, Peg. Your blue jeans, they fit so trim. I wonder how they'd look on him. Boys, boys, just a minute. How would you like a job? Side saddle job. Hey, boys, stop. This is important. I'm in desperate need of some hands over at my ranch, a six-bar rest. We're organizing a posse. Why, without meaning to brag, ma'am, I'd like to say that we're the toughest hombres in these parts. Why, ma'am, we're tougher than the sons of the pioneers, and I include Darrell Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, shall we ride over with you, ma'am? No, you go on ahead, and I'll join you. I just did my wash, and I gotta hang it up to dry. Ah, oh, when the bloomer is on the say. <laughs> Day on the prairie and the bloomers on the sea. Howdy, boys. Ready to go to work? Howdy, Miss Peggy. I thought you had some laundry to hang out. How come you got here so soon? Well, I got them quick drying bloomers. <laughs> oh, you... <laughs> Wrong emphasis. Quick drying bloomers. <laughs> Boys, mount your cayuses and let's go. It's a-coming. What's a-coming? The big Chinook from the north. We've got to catch it. What can a handful of cowpokes do about a Chinook? When them starts coming straight down, ain't nothing nobody can do. Oh, yes, there is, stranger. That's why we need you. Why? Well, partner, this ranch is full of gopher holes. When that wind comes blowing down the canyon across them holes, it plays the prairie like a piccolo. <laughs> That's what I call accompaniment. What tune does the big wind play when it rips across them gopher holes? El Rancher Grande. El Rancher Grande. Well, we're in luck. That's the best tune my partner, Low Note Cooper, does. Yep. Yeah, let's hit it. Here let's comes the wind. It. Let's hit her. I love to roam out yonder, out where the buffalo wander. Yahoo! Give me my rag. 
ranch and my cattle far from the great cities. Did you sing, Tim? Yeah. Me a big herd to battle, for I just love herding cattle. You said that, Gary, because that's what people are saying all over the country. Yahoo? Yeah, who makes a better radio than Philco? <laughs> <clears throat> the answer has been the same for 17 straight years. When there's a choice, it's a Philco. Today, for the first time since the war, you don't have to take what you can get anymore. You can walk into your dealer's store, pick your radio on the basis of performance and value, and get immediate delivery. Man, that's the millennium. Philco is back in full production with the longest radio production lines in the world, turning out new 1948 Philco radios and radio phonographs at the greatest rate in their history. You'll find a sensational new selection of models at your Philco dealer now, plus the newest developments from the Philco laboratories, including a brand new device that eliminates surface noise and needle scratch from any record, old or new. It's Philco's new electronic scratch eliminator, the newest development in radio from the world's largest radio manufacturer, Philco, famous for quality the world over. Hooray for 20th Century Fox has a new picture out. It's a picture about show people. It's called My Mother Wore Tights. It's a very nice picture. It has a very nice song in it, too. Who knows how much I love you, you do No one means more to me than you do You take December and smile it into May December comes back again when you're away. Who has a charm that very few do? Who makes life necessary? You do. Take my dreams And make my dreams come true Don't give me three guesses One will do Well, that about wraps up the first Philco Follies for the season. I want to thank all the Crosbys and anyone else in the country who may have tuned in. We shall be back in the same slot next week, and our guest will be that well-dressed man, Jimmy Durante. Gee, he got here early. No, that's, <laughs> that's the moose, Coop. And incidentally, I want to thank you very much for ambling in here tonight. Well, I, I sure enjoyed it, Bing. And by the way, I wonder if it would be all right to mention 
that my new picture opens in Pittsburgh this week. It's a Cecil B. DeMille production entitled The Unconquered. Ah, what hollow mockery that The Unconquered should open in Pittsburgh, the home of the pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Did you arrange it that way, this hollow jest? This sardonic gesture that you're putting... Well, we'll get them next year, though, Coop. You wait. Good night. Good night, Bing, and good night, folks. Good night, folks. This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, Peggy Lee, and Bing's guest, Jimmy Durante. And remember, for tops in radio listening all the time, get a Philco, famous for quality the world over. Nothing yet. This is the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Melinda Miller, Lou Bring and his orchestra, and our guests, Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening. For it's long Whenever April a shower Come Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Al Jolson. Well, I can just hear a little old lady out in Kansas say to her husband, Honey, did you hear what the man said? It's Al Jolson. Why, it couldn't be. And her husband says, It shouldn't be. (laughs) But it really is Al, folks. And I feel fine. Why shouldn't I? (laughs) I'm finally on a show where I'm not a guest. You know, my friends at the golf club were pretty skeptical about my going back on the air. They said, Al, you're no chicken anymore. Why don't you take it easy? I said, boys, look, I've got to be in front of the people. That's what keeps Jolie going. (laughs) Take Toscanini. He directs a big orchestra every week, and he's over 80. My friend said, that's right, Al. When you were that age, you could have done it, too. Ah, but I'm so happy that my sponsors are the Kraft people. You know, when we first talked about doing the show, Mr. Kraft said to me, Al, we want you to be happy. You're the boss on the show, and you can sing anything you want. Of course, he dropped a little hint that he'd like to hear Tootsie Tootsie goodbye. But they left the whole thing up to me. So, folks, how'd you like to hear Mammy? 
would I? <laughs> but it's got to be too, 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 too goodbye. <laughs> After all, I'm the boss around here. <laughs> I should live so long. <laughs> Lou, start shooting. <clears throat> Yesterday I heard a lover sigh Goodbye, oh me oh my Seven times he got aboard his train And seven times he hurried back To kiss his love again and tell her Tootsie, goodbye Tootsie, don't cry The choo train that takes me Away from you, no words can tell how sad it makes me Kiss me pretty and then Do it over again Watch for the mail, I'll never fail And if you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail Don't cry, Tootie, don't cry Goodbye, Tootsie, goodbye Shoppers, here's a money-saving tip for you. Here's a fine protein food that actually costs less than it did a year ago. I mean Kraft's famous cheese food, Velveeta. Get delicious, smooth-melting Velveeta in the thrifty two-pound size so you have enough for sandwiches and for cooking. Use nutritious Velveeta in main dishes. For instance, macaroni and licking good Velveeta sauce, eggs in Velveeta sauce, and so on. Cook with Velveeta for thrifty, nutritious, good-eating main dishes. Tomorrow, get Kraft's famous Velveeta in the two-pound economy size. Wait a minute, Oscar, Oscar. Wait a minute, come here, come here. What were you doing? If I told you I was playing the piano, you wouldn't believe me. <laughs> you know, Oscar, I just took a look at you. You ought to get outdoors once in a while and relax. I'm always outdoors. Look where I play my concerts. Lewiston Stadium, Robin Hood Dell, Hollywood Bowl. Why do you suppose I came on your program? I don't know. I wanted a roof over my head. <laughs> yeah. You should have stayed with information, please. Listen. <laughs> I wanted a roof 
over my head. I know. I, I just stuck <laughs> Listen, Oscar, I heard you in the Hollywood Bowl, and you were great. But you know something? You played awfully long. Did you get paid by the hour that night? Al, if you'll help me with the one-syllable words, I'll try to explain it to you. Uh, I played a Greek concerto and a Tchaikovsky concerto. Mm -hmm. Each one took 35 minutes. But, Oscar, look, there were such long numbers. Why did you play two of them? Because I'm a pig. <laughs> You took that one-syllable word right out of my mind. <laughs> but honestly, son, I got to give you credit. You kept right on playing even when those airplanes were flying over the bowl. Tell me something, Oscar. Didn't that bother you? No, I arranged that with American Airlines. What arranged with American Airlines? I had to fly over during the hard parts. Oh. <laughs> In fact, yeah? I'm the only one to play Greek's concerto for piano and constellation. <laughs> Too clever. Listen, not long ago I read that you played for President Truman and the Supreme Court. That's right. Well, what did the Supreme Court say about your music? They voted eight to one for conviction. <laughs> that means that there's one man on the bench who doesn't know music, huh? Yeah, that's the same guy who liked the Jolson story. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Oscar, don't pick on that picture. It made money every place it played. What about England? How about that 75% tax they have on pictures? Oh, uh, we got around that with the Jolson story. We just showed him the first 25% of my life. Ah. <laughs> They're lucky over there. I don't like that. They don't have to hear you after your voice changed. Now, look up. Oscar, look, the way we're talking, people will think you're mad at me. I am. I started playing before, and you stopped me. I'm sorry, Oscar. Forgive me, boy. You go right over there, sit down, and play your big fat head off. Now... <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to play pretty for the people? I'm a genius I can play anything <laughs> All right Go ahead and play anything I won't play anything I'll play what I please <laughs>
Oscar, that's what I call high-class bleep bloop. <laughs> but you're not the only genius we have around here. I'm a little bit of a genius. You know, I wrote a song once. Well, I didn't exactly write it. I wrote it down. A guy named Emil Waltofer wrote the music. <laughs> but I added some pretty girls, and I called it All My Love. For you alone It will still keep growing When most other loves have flown And all my love is forever new It was just created, my dear To be shared with you as the years unfold they can only bring just the constant joy of an endless spring and our dreams untold that was so ideal will all fade as we make them real I promise this by the stars above Dear, that I'll spend all my life giving you all my love. And our dreams of gold that were so ideal will all Boy, tell me, did you like that? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Coming from you, that's a great compliment. You know, I was just thinking of your picture. Again? There's one thing that always bothered me. What's that? Well, near the end of the movie, you're singing to a nightclub audience. Yeah? And you were never in better voice. Give it to me. It was full of emotion and power me. and warmth. And what happens? Your wife gets up and walks out. Why was that? She couldn't stand it. <laughs> That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say so. I hate to be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Al. Hello, Oscar. Hello there, honey. Oscar, aren't you going to say hello to Milena Miller? No, I don't talk to pretty girls. It disturbs me. <laughs> and besides, I got a wife and three kids. If I say hello to this dame, tomorrow morning, Hedda Hopper will have me in Reno. <laughs> wrong with him? Don't worry about Oscar, honey. You know people who say they hate themselves in the morning? Well, Oscar starts in the night before. <laughs> oh, you boys are wonderful. 
The way he plays and the way you sing. Yeah. I'd give anything if I could sing like you, Al. Don't say that. You're too pretty to sing baritone. <laughs> <laughs> but look, honey, go right in there and give out in your own sweet way. Come on, take it. markets offer big baking onions, cabbage, cauliflower, eggplant, green peppers, and big juicy broiling tomatoes. These are what we sometimes call the Velveeta sauce vegetables because they taste so good served with a rich golden cheese sauce made with Kraft's smooth melting cheese food. And what a good idea, what a thrifty idea it is. For a main dish, have a wonderful vegetable platter with plenty of smooth golden Velveeta sauce to add fine cheese flavor and fine protein, too. And it's a cinch to make that cheese sauce. Just melt a half pound of Velveeta in the top of the double boiler and then stir in one-fourth cup of milk. Yes, Kraft's smooth-melting Velveeta turns the trick just that fast. Get Velveeta tomorrow, enough for snacks and sandwiches and cooking. Get Kraft's famous Velveeta in the thrifty two-pound loaf. Remember, you can depend on Kraft for quality. Bergen? Yes, Charlie? Bergen, who, who is that old geezer out there? <laughs> huh? Charlie, show a little respect. 
The old geezer is Al Jolson. <laughs> That's Al Jolson? Yes, Charlie, you should know who Al Jolson is. Yeah? Yes. I took you to see the Jolson story, you know. Oh, yeah. My, my, my. He's much better looking on the screen. <laughs> Charlie, you didn't see Mr. Jolson on the screen. No. You heard his voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. And a great voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Al Jolson is, is the world's greatest entertainer, and I hope someday you'll do as well. Yeah, yeah, well... But he isn't saddled with a no-talent partner like I am. Uh, well, Charlie, we're keeping Mr. Jolson waiting. Now, one more thing. He will no doubt want to sing one of the songs that he made famous. Yeah. So it would be nice if you showed a little enthusiasm. Ah, enthusiasm. <laughs> How can I show any more enthusiasm? Every time you turn on the radio, you'll hear Jolson singing. It isn't raining rain, you know. It's raining violets. Oh, have ever heard of raining violets? Everybody knows it's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> Well, I think that's enough of that. Let's go over and say hello to him. Okay. Hiya there, Al. Hello, Edgar. Ah, oh, gee, it's swell of you to come over here on my opening show. And what a pleasant surprise. Hello, Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> hello, Ace <Asa> Olson. <laughs> Charlie, you, you remember what we discussed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ace, I heard you sing a moment ago. Yeah? Yeah. Well, Charlie boy, you ain't heard nothing yet. Well, that's the way I feel about it. <laughs> nice piece of wood, that kid. DiMaggio <laughs> should have used him for a bet today. No, no, no. no. I, I was hoping you'd say a few words to Charlie about your career. Yeah. It should be an inspiration to any young man. Thanks, Edgar, thanks. You know, every career starts from an inspiration. Uh -huh. Take me. One day when I was a little tiny kid, I was sitting in the parlor listening to Rudy Valley. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Asa. Could this be the truth? <laughs> Charlie, I swear it on a stack of my latest albums. <laughs> That's Decca, of course. Yeah. That's a plug, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and by the way, they're selling like hotcakes. Yeah, well, that's too bad. My Victrola doesn't play hotcakes. Well, <laughs> Edgar, couldn't you run this kid into shop for repairs? Oh, Asa, never mind the gory stuff about the records. Uh, you were in a lot of Broadway shows now. Mm -hmm. I know that. And you could let a friend have some phone numbers if you wanted to, could you? You mean, uh, <laughs> you want to get filled in on the fillies? Uh, yeah, yeah. You must have a dilly of a little black book, haven't you, Al? Sure have, Charlie. I always took down the names of the girls in my shows. Sure. Let's see. Here's a couple of nice little numbers. I got my pencil. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sophie Tucker. <laughs> Fanny Bryce. <laughs> Blanche Ring. Well, that's the first edition if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> very much, Curly. All right, now, Al, maybe, maybe you'd better tell Charlie when you started your radio career. Well, in 1933, believe it or not, I opened this craft music hall. Yeah. And then after a while, a younger man, Bing Crosby, took my place. But now Crosby's older than I am, so I'm taking this. <laughs> what is this, Bergen? An old man's home? <laughs> Hello, Edgar. What's this juvenile delinquent doing here? 
I thought reform school opened a month ago. Charlie, you know Oscar Levant. You heard him play the piano a little while ago. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, give him another beer and tell him to get lost. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie. Uh, Oscar, Oscar happens to be one of the greatest piano players in the world. So? Why, the Republicans are thinking of running Oscar for president. So? <laughs> so, so they can get a better grade of music in the White House. I think it'd be quite novel to have a man like Oscar Levant for president. I don't think I could handle it. I'd have to learn to play with one hand so I could veto with the other. <laughs> Have you ever tried playing piano by ear? Why should I? Well, they're much longer than your fingers <laughs> Oscar, I feel this is an opportune time to ask you something You know, Charlie has reached the age when he needs a little cultural background Especially music Now, he doesn't practice his piano uh, Do you think we could make him into a violin player? It would be easier to make him into a violin <laughs> Oscar, leave that little boy alone After all him and me has got a lot in common. Yeah. We both work from one knee, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Al. Stop dilly-dallying, Al. Climb down there on the floor and start working, huh? Well, you talk me into it. Climb up on my knee, sonny boy. Though you're only three, sonny boy. You've no way of showing There's no way of knowing What you mean to me Sonny boy When there are gray skies What don't you mind in the least? I don't <laughs> mind the gray skies What will I do to them? You'll make them blue What's my name? Sonny boy <laughs> What will friends do to you? Friends may forsake me What will you let them do? Let them all forsake me What will you still have in the end? What? <laughs> I'll still have you What's my name? Sonny boy <laughs> Where am I sent from? You're sent from a heaven Have I any special value? <laughs> And you know your worth. What will I do? You'll make a heaven. For who? Right where? On what? For me right here on earth. God bless me. When I'm old and gray, dear You want me to promise something? Promise you won't stray, dear Give me a good reason I need your soul What's my name? Sonny And now, folks, I got a little song I think you're going to like. When I first heard the song, I was just a kid. I was living in a room. A room. <laughs> it was a broom closet down on 14th Street, right across from Luchow's Restaurant. For those of you who don't know, that was a store club of the 90s. What fancy people went there. Diamond Jim Brady, Lillian Russell. And what food they served. I could see it through the window. 
I could even smell it. I'd stand there because I could hear the orchestra playing all the hit songs of the day. And I'll never forget the thrill I got one rainy night. It was the night I first heard Jim Thornton's great song, When You Were Sweet Sixteen. All the years in between haven't dimmed the feeling of that moment. Because even today, when I sing Sweet Sixteen, I'm a young kid again, standing out there on 14th Street in the rain. When first I saw the love light in your eyes, I dreamed the world had naught but joy for me. And even though we drifted far apart, I never dreamed but what I dreamed of thee. I love you. As I never loved before Since first I met you On the village green Come to me And my dream of love is That's all for tonight, folks. Good night, everybody. Mr. Burgundy, Charlie McCarthy appears with the courtesy of Standard Brands, the makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee. Tune in again next Thursday for the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson, with Oscar LeBant, Alana Miller, and Lou Brings Orchestra and Chorus. Our special guest, Lawrence Melchior. This is Ken Carpenter saying good night. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
Stop the music. Stop the music. How do you like that? Since this band played for Margaret Truman, I can't do a thing with them. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And on behalf of Rex Hall on this most conspicuous occasion, I want... Chief <laughs> folks, what a lovely sentiment. Oh, that's just the beginning, Jim. For here to welcome you as the president of the National Broadcasting Company. How flattering. Your Honor, your presence here fills me with exuberance. Confidentially, Mr. President, how do you feel about Durani being on NBC? I'm feeling mighty low. <laughs> Thanks for your vote of confidence. You must come over to my house some night. We'll open a gas chest. <laughs> but on the level, Howard, it's really a thrill to be on this network. And do you know something? It has 480 stations and can be heard in every nook and cranny in the world. <laughs> Except in the last two rows. Horses, <laughs> give that man a new battery for his ear trumpet. Well, Charles, I understand you have some wonderful people in the cast this season. Peggy Lee, Arthur Treacher... Tell me, Jim, how did you get them? Well, one evening at San Juan Capistrano, I was sitting on the beach, throwing a hook and eye on my halter. <laughs> when from the next cup boner, I heard... Uh, boner. Oh, no, Jimmy, Jimmy, that's the banya. How do you like that? Eddie Taylor does his program without a script. I can't even do one with it. <laughs> anyway, from the next cup banya, I heard... Call of a sheep can bite those feet. <laughs> I gotta have that girl on my program. Come in. Pardon me, but I was Peggy Lee. Jenny Durani, am I glad to see you? Wow, this place is dull. I've spent every night just sitting in my room. And now you walk in. Ah, oh, Jimmy, you're the handsomest man I've ever seen. This kid's been in a room too long. Gosh, <laughs> is it boring. This beach club is so dull that even the tide refuses to come in. I was about to go out for a walk. Forget the walk. I got important matters to discuss. Take off your hat. Take off your coat. Take off your... Wait a minute. Which Lee am I? Peggy or Gypsy Rose? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peggy Yorkalakio. How would you like to be on my radio program? Well, that's very flattering, Jimmy. Who else is going to be on it? Well, the boy Boggy and his orchestra of 60 pieces. Pieces? Isn't that a big band? Forty of them don't play relatives, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you say, Peggy? Well, you twisted my arm, Jimmy. I'll call my agent and meet you later. Right outside my carbona. <laughs> this gal will go far in this program. She learns my language fast. <laughs> ah, there's a great gal. Well, well, while she's calling up her agent, I'll just sit out here on the sand. Here's a good spot. I'll sit right down in this newspaper. Would you mind getting off my face? <laughs> the toad tools must be coming up early this year. <laughs> Well, what do you know? It's Arthur Treacher. What do 
are you doing here, Trixie? Well, James, when it was brought to my attention that you were doing a new radio show, I said to myself, Jimmy needs me. So I immediately dropped what I was doing. He complained bitterly, of course. <laughs> and I came to your aid. You need me on your program, James, to add a cultural touch. Wait a minute, Trisha. Don't look down your nose at me. You're talking to a blighter who carried the colors on a cricket field at Oxford. You played cricket? What position? Left hind leg. <laughs> I say, old fruit, that's a bit of all right. Hell, what? <laughs> yes, but it's such a little bit, you can forget it. Watch what you're saying, Trisha. If you're not careful, I'll cut the drawstring on your tea bag. You know, there must be a savage strain in you. But don't worry, James. I'll acquaint you with all the social graces. That's why I've had my things moved into your house. You're living in my house? Uh, what a catastrophe. Preacher, I don't need you for social graces. Listen, I'll tell you about it. I never in my lifetime was so delighted. Honest, I'm as happy as a clown. It happened at a musical where I was invited. In the wealthiest home in this town. I knew the people were wealthy. When I sat down to dinner, they served nothing but money. <laughs> what a party. I rubbed elbows with Ike Turvey. I rubbed elbows with Chester Covich. I rubbed elbows with Rubenstein. I had to rub elbows with them. They wouldn't shake hands with me. <laughs> anyway, after we dined and had dinner too, we attached into the music room. Immediately, Ike Turvey sat down and played his latest concerto. Then Shostakovich obliged with his latest key tune. And then Rubenstein trolled the crowd with a Sinatra heat composed. After the applause subsided, all eyes turned upon me. And why not? I was sleeping. <laughs> Ignoring the hostile stares of the hoist balloon, I walked to the piano, bowed to the right, bowed to the left, and from my back pocket I took out my music, which was wrapped around the salami sandwich. Then I sat down at the stand for the first time to present my symphony, my melody, and this is how it went. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someday the world will recognize this lovely thing. I know the day will come when Frank and Bing will sing. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, when I first sat down at the piano, the people cheered. In the middle of my concert, the people howled. And when I finished playing, little old lady jumped up on the piano and bit me. And to add to my humiliation, somebody stole my salami sandwich. But my chagrin was only temporary. Because history will be made when I introduce my symphony at the Hollywood Bowl. I can just hear that string section. The brass section. The woodwind. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Another outburst like that and your drums go back to Sears and Roebuck. Visualize a symphony orchestra behind me. An audience of 90,000 in front of me. A spotlight hit me, and Durani singing. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. 
呀呀呀！ It's gonna be another Good to get home after a summer's vacation. You have a beautiful home here, Jimmy. I do hope we will be very happy in it. If I wasn't too tired from the trip, I'd carry you over the threshold. <laughs> Welcome home, Mister Tracy. I didn't know what to do with your luggage, so I put it in the attic, and then I put it down in the basement, and upstairs, and downstairs, and upstairs, and downstairs, and then upstairs. Well, what's your problem? I'm broke. <laughs> Is that pray tell? Oh, uh, this is Candido, my valet, and he's going to live with us. Do you mind? Live with us? Yes. Mr. Tracy, you've heard of wearing out a welcome. Yes. Well, yours is hanging by a thread. <laughs> I have a message for you, Mr. Durant. Miss Greer Garson is waiting in the music room. Greer Garson? I should have donned the pockets on my pool table. I'd better go see what she wants. Well, what are you doing here, Mrs. Miniver? Well, Mrs. Calabash couldn't make it. Great doctor! Might I say that I'm terribly flattered having you here, Miss Garson? Oh, please, Jimmy. Miss Garson's so formal. Just call me Greer. And your house guest, Miss Patricia, told me a pet name that everyone calls you. May I use it, too? But of course. Go ahead. Hello, Flute Snoot. <laughs> please, Miss Garson, just look at it. Don't shake hands with it. You've got to treat my nose with respect. It's the only big thing left in the world that Russia has an ass for. <laughs> but if I might venture an observation, I should like to say that you are a radiant vision of celestial loveliness, and the ethereal vibration of your mere presence fills my humbled soul with palpitations of estacadity. Oh, really? Where did you learn to talk like that? I write edge for honest John. <laughs> Tell me, uh, to what do I owe the honor of this visit? Well, it's really because of Mr. Treacher that I came over today, Jimmy. I wanted to find out if you've got all those things he's been borrowing for you. I say, uh, did I hear my name mentioned? That's right, Treacher, and I think you're a bounder for brandy and my name about. If my elevator shoes went up one more story, I'd fog your monocle. <laughs> oh, but Jimmy, really, it's not important. Oh, don't pay any attention to Mr. Duranty, Miss Carson. He's a little bit off the B-E-A-M. Oh, I see what you M-E-A-M. Now, how about you and I forgetting H-I-M and going out on a D-A-T-E? All right. Maybe one day next W-E-E-K. It ain't fair to use them words with letters in them. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see you later, Miss Carson. Goodbye. Ta-da. Au revoir. Adios. What etiquette. He didn't even say goodbye. Now that he's gone, maybe we can become better acquainted. After all, you and I have something in common. You have something in common, Jimmy? Yeah, you're the first lady of Hollywood, and I'm the last man left in Cucamonga. <laughs> uh, 
I'd go rather you hilarious huckster. <laughs> well, I think you're perfectly charming, Jimmy. Of all the men I've met in Hollywood, you're by far the most refined, the most dignified, and, and quite the most cosmopolitan of them all. Gray, you're just saying that. No, I'm not. I'm reading it. <laughs> oh, Dawson, you red-headed rascal. <laughs> If she'd have talked like that when Gable came back, Gotham would have never have got him. <laughs> oh, James, old boy, here's Peggy Lee. Glad you dropped in, Peggy. Miss Gotham, here's Peggy Lee. She's a vocal star on our show. Oh, how do you do, Miss Lee? You know, I'm a fan of yours. I made a collection of all your records. I oh, made a few records myself. Wonderful. I'm well, I'm, well, I'm a fan of yours, too, Miss Gotham. I see all your pictures. Oh, I made a few pictures, see. too. My favorite record of yours is... Good day. I sing it every morning in the shower. I understand you like it yourself. I've written a few tunes in my day. Well, I especially like your last picture, Miss Garth. Well, attention, orange gold. Put out your smudge pot tonight. <laughs> well, Jimmy, what's that for? I had nothing else to do, so I thought I'd throw in a fourth warning. <laughs> well, Peggy, bet you better sing something. Peggy. MGM doesn't let us do a picture together, like your new one, the Zionese. Well, Jimmy, I suppose it's because our types are a bit different, you know. You're always the, the debonair playboy, and I always seem to play the respectable wife. Now, and goodbye, Mr. Chips. I was married to Mr. Chips, 
And Mrs. Miniver? I was married to Mr. Miniver. And he married Curie. I was married to Dr. Curie. If this was the bride and groom show, it'd be different. You'd have six refrigerators by now. Jimmy, <laughs> you really think you'd enjoy playing one of those swiney English characters? Indubitably. Mr. Boggy, a little mood music, please. While I slip into my swan wing. What a dreary life. Why, oh, why did I marry Sir Rodney Treacher when Windermere Durante will always be the man I love? <laughs> oh, latter day, here comes Rodney down to breakfast now. Good morning, Rodney. Why do you seem so happy this morning? Did you receive word from the king that you're to be knighted again? No, the Grunion are running at Santa Monica. <laughs> your tea, dear. I'll pour it for you. Water, lemon, sugar, saccharine, cream, milk, spoon. Why, Rodney, why are you drinking your tea from a saucer? No room in the cup. <laughs> you know, it's so boring here, Sybil. Would you mind turning on the radio? Of course, Rodney. Exactly. Turn me around, please. Turn me around. You've got to turn me around. <laughs> I say, who was that? Portia. She wants to face life. <laughs> oh, dear, how frightfully dull. But, Sybil, who is this approaching down the hall? Why, Rodney, it's... No, no, it can't be. Oh, it is. It's my old love, Windermere Durante. <laughs> oh, just look at him with his muddy riding boots and his shabby but well-cut tweeds. Oh, he's such a rugged outdoors man. Hopscotch, anyone? <laughs> oh, Windermere, you've returned. Yes, my dear. But allow me. Cigarette? <laughs> Mitch? <laughs> Benzedrine? <laughs> Please, Windermere, I'd like you to meet Rodney. Rodney, this is Windermere. Uh, Windermere, this is Rodney. Rodney... Meet Windermere. Oh, Windermere, meet Rodney. Rodney, Windermere. <laughs> Windermere, Rodney. Well, Windermere? Sorry, I didn't catch the name. <laughs> it's Rodney. Well, tell me, Rodney, old thing, uh, uh, where are you from? Well, I spent most of my life in Liverpool. What were you doing in Liverpool? Pooling livers, what else? <laughs> If I may say so, Sybil, I think Rodney is a horrible mollycod. Or, as we say on the continent, sick transit, e animus, omen. <laughs> French, you know. <laughs> oh, Wendy, you're so droll. May I pour you a drink? A little brandy, if you please. <laughs> Just a short one. <laughs> I understand. But, Windy, tell me more about dear old you. I wager you travel to every corner of the earth. Paris? Yes. Nice? Yes. Toulon? Yes. Baden? Baden? Yes. Yes. <laughs> May I say a word? Quiet, blabbermouth. I am the buyer taken from our conversation. What became of your first romance, uh, Chumley? 
Ah, Chumley, you struck a sad note, Wendy. Just last week they buried Chumley. Buried him? Had to. Did, you know. <laughs> what a feeble excuse. <laughs> Allow me, uh, cigarette? Thank you. Match? <laughs> Thank you. Skinless weenie? <laughs> Including Sybil, but I can't control myself. You actually consider this bounder more romantic than I. Ah, Rodney, when it comes to love, Windermere begins where Dove gives up. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I'm available in the giant economy style. <laughs> then, if it must be that way, my dear, I'm leaving. Good riddance to you, Rodney. You know, I never really liked you. So get out and never come back, you stupid idiot. I, uh, sorry, but uh, pretty words won't bring me back. <laughs> Listen, preacher, you leave me only one course of action. Take that. <laughs> oh, Windermere, you had some boy. You've shot Rodney. Oh, oh, the cat has done me in. Sybil, I'm lying here on the floor, bleeding and dying. Haven't you any last thing you'd like to say to me? Cigarette? <laughs> Thank you. Next. Thank you. Hot next. Oh! <laughs> oh, when did you realize what this means with Rodney out of the way? We're free. You hear me? Free. You will forget those false lives we've been leading and go back to the music halls where it used to be. Jimmy Durante and Greer Garson in Piper. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Oh, what a melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. It keeps haunting me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really been a pleasure, Jimmy, being here. I wish we were together every week of the year. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going, going places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next week, folks, my good friend and pal Eddie Kerner will be with on our will be with us at the same time, same station. Good night, Mrs. Calabash.